Welcome everyone and you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now let's get started. Today again is August 26, 2020, and today is Women's Equality Day. Happy Women's Equality Day to all my wonderful women out there once again. And I am introducing you today on Punchline Part 2 of the mini-series that I'm doing on intersectional feminism, women's rights, and everything in between. So I'm very excited to bring these voices to you guys. And I am about to interview a very exciting, special, talented, amazing, and very articulate guest who is already doing a lot to help other people become educated on women that we should know about and who should be in our history books but also highlighting women in their everyday lives and appreciating all of the great work that they do and her name is Beatrice Atienza. Beatrice is a teacher in training currently a rising junior in university and she's also from Spain which I think is really cool as well during these past years she started to realize that she doesn't want to be just a teacher and that there are tons of topics like gender equality inclusion issues that she wants to raise awareness about through education to sum everything up, Beatrice will discuss the need of a feminist, intercultural, and inclusive education that will lead to a society with such values. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Beatrice onto the show. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here as well. Thank you so much. So, to start off the interview, what is life like in your area of Spain right now? Well, it's, it's kind of weird um, because, of course, all the anti-COVID measures are on. We have to leave with our masks and our, our gels and everything, uh, so we have to be careful. But at the same time, everything is reopening and we have gyms and, and we can meet with people as long as we're careful. So we're in that weird place right now, but we're managing. Okay. Um, yeah, I know here in Toronto, it's kind of similar. We have to go out with masks and we still have the social distance, like we can't be too close to each other. And it's hard because people want to like spend time with family and stuff and see their friends, but we, we still have to be careful. Um, so what is your definition yeah. of a good teacher and how do you hope to achieve this in your future? Because I know you said that you, you're studying to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've never really thought about you know, the good teacher itself, um, but I think about all the teachers I love from my years in middle school and high school, and all of them were so funny and so sweet, and they always cared about all of us so much, and they cared not only like in the school situation, but also they they cared about getting to know us 
and they would ask us how life was going or uh, about TV shows or books and it was it was really nice. And I also think that a good teacher needs to understand that um, they're working with humans, you know, they're not working with something that always works the same way and children are all so different and they need to learn, they don't need to read the text. So I think keeping that in mind is essential and I hope that I can do that when, when I get into a classroom. Awesome. So with the pandemic affecting students all over the place, um, who are basically starting fresh in the fall or in the new season, um, what advice do you have for them to be successful in the new year? Uh, the balance. Um, first off, of course, you have to um, go back to the school mood, to put it in some way. Um, you have to um, learn your lessons and do your homework and everything. Um, and really people that are starting online school, it can be difficult to choose from that summer mindset to that school mindset, um, but we really need to do that. But at the same time, it's important to um, relax and not stress and do, for example, meditation or relaxing exercises or breathing exercises because um, it's important to um, keep a relaxed environment in the house and um, not get really, you can cut this out. <laughs> okay, yeah, no problem. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Or um, No, I was just going to say that, that you know, uh, listening to all the news about COVID and adding that to the school work can be um, stressful and uh, we have to keep in mind that our health is important, our physical health are important. Okay, okay, perfect. So, you've started your own initiative and it looks very promising. I'm excited to see what you do with it in the future. So, can you please Introduce to my audience the Purple Diary Project and what you hope to accomplish with it. Yes, so the Purple Diary Project was born with quarantine because for years I have been aware of the lack of women representation on history books and literature books and it made me so mad because uh, after school I would go home and read biographies of women and uh, I knew that those women existed but then I looked at my history books or literature books or whatever and they were not there. And and ever since I started my, my major as a teacher I knew that I wanted to do that in my future, in my professional future. I wanted to change that, um, but when I was at home in quarantine, I thought, why wait until I am working, you know, until I am, I don't know, 25 or 26, why not start now um, sharing what I already know? Mm -hmm. So that's how the Purple Dairy Project was born, and 
since then, he grew to share not only historical women biographies, but also current women, which I thought it was amazing. Um, it came up just like that, and I am so excited to keep growing and keep sharing. That's amazing. Um, I'm very proud of you for starting this initiative. I think to a lot of young women out there, you're very inspiring, and I know the project will definitely have a positive impact on everyone that it reaches. So, the Purple Diary Project. For my audience members who don't know this about me, my favorite color happens to be purple. So, why did you choose purple <laughs> to be part of the name? <laughs> so, so, just you know, quick note, the initiative's uh, original name was going to be the Purple Diaries. Okay. But that Instagram handle was already taken, so I had to change it. Okay. And I changed it like in the moment I was creating the account and I was like, oh, the purple diary, the purple diaries is uh, taken. What should I do? Well, the purple diary project. And it was just, you know, like so fast. <laughs> and then purple, um, I chose purple because purple is the color of feminism. And when I learned the story about why is it purple, I just felt like so angry, but at the same time so inspired by the women in that story. Um, and I thought I, I've loved Color Purple since then. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I decided to name it the Purple Diary Project because I always pictured like a purple book. Okay. You know, like um, it is the story of women. And as it is the story of women, I always pictured, you know, a book about feminism and about women and uh, it had to be purple. That's an awesome story, to be honest. I think that now that I've heard why purple is the color that you chose for the name, I think there's so much more significance to it and it, it just works. It's such a brilliant idea. Um, so now I'll go into the <laughs> last... You. No problem. I'll go into the last few questions um, for the interview. So what are three of your short or long-term goals that you have for yourself? So at first, long-term, we would be keep working on these um, share of, of women stories and hopefully in the future work in that field to change the women representation and history and, and literature books. Um, I also like a second one would be I want to learn Italian. Oh, okay. I've always wanted to learn Italian and I'm so excited to do that. Um, and the third one, I don't know if that's a short term or a long term goal, but I would love to live outside my country for a while. And that's something that I'm really determined to do. Yeah, I, I want to see the world. Me too. I, I love traveling. Um, I used to do it so much before yeah. all of this happened. Hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. So. Yeah. What do you enjoy doing during quarantine? Um, well, I have come out of my reader's block. Before quarantine, I hadn't read for a while because I just didn't find books that, you know, helped me to read them. 
Um, but in quarantine, I joined the book club and we reread the whole Percy Jackson series okay. because the TV show is uh, coming out. Um, and I've enjoyed it so much and we're still on it. Of course, we, we already finished Percy and we're reading other things, but I, I, I have rediscovered my passion for reading and I'm loving it. And what makes you feel powerful? Um, every time I can educate someone on something they might not know about, um, I, of course, I'm no expert like in anything, but if there's something I'm truly passionate about and I, I know about, um, and someone comes at me and, um, maybe they don't know that much about a topic um and it doesn't have to be like activism or like serious issues but maybe just about a tv show or a book anything i can have a conversation about and i can feel like i give something to someone and that person may say like oh i didn't know that and, and it's interesting thank you um i feel so useful and so great in those moments that's amazing, and I know you're going to do great things in your future. I wish you all the best for um, continuing your studies and just where you want to go in life. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and I wish you the best as well because I love your podcast and I know you're a writer for Gen Z Writes too. Um, I saw you on the board and um, really I wish you the best because I know you're making great things too. Well, it looks like you beat me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thanks again for tuning in to another great episode. This show is streaming literally everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, everything that you can imagine. Please tell someone about the show. It is greatly appreciated. The support is amazing that I'm getting from everybody around the world for this show. My audience is still growing, and I'm excited to keep bringing content to you guys every single day or every single week, month, however often that you listen to this show, bringing on more guests. I have another guest coming on very soon and another one next week. So I'm very excited for that. And um, yeah, I hope you guys are all staying safe and staying well, staying hopeful, even amongst all of the stuff that's going on in our world and that you're seeking out information to try to get a better understanding of it from credible sources of information. Please underline the word credible. I cannot stress that enough. And um, I hope that you continue to share the show. Tell somebody about it if you like what you hear. It is greatly appreciated. And also, don't forget to follow up the Instagram accounts at Punchline Podcast and at Hannah Flores the Poet for more information, constant updates, and behind the scenes. And with all that, that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a great day.